Good Morning Teacher, I'm Noelle Pickering. On the Good Morning Teacher podcast, we bring practical solutions to busy teachers because you can love your job and leave your work at school. Join us each week to talk through tools and strategies that help you maximize your time and effort both in the classroom and at home. I'm excited to cheer you on as you face the week ahead. Good morning, teachers. You're listening to episode number 15. Last week on the podcast, we discussed some tips for finishing the year strong. I shared ideas for how you can better your craft as an educator and practical tips for getting the most out of those last few weeks of school. We even shared a countdown activity that you can grab for free. If you missed the episode or want to grab the listener freebie, then visit maneuveringthemiddle.com slash episode 14. Today, I'm sharing ideas related to summer break. I know, can you even believe it? I'm recording this in mid-April and summer is so close. Everyone is counting down the days. But anyone who has taught before knows that those long-awaited summer breaks can fly by. Literally, it is easy to wake up one morning and feel all of the powerful feelings about returning to school. We want those to be feelings of excitement and enthusiasm about what the year holds, which means we need to be purposeful with our summers. Let's jump in. We thought it would be fun to put a little spin on this episode with a do this, not that take. So first up, do reflect and audit for your year and don't stress about next year. You did it. You survived the year that will likely go down in history as the most bizarre and stressful year in teaching. You have probably taught remotely. At some point, you likely taught students in person. You may have taught both students remotely and students in person at the same time. You lived in the uncertainty of being sent home at a moment's notice, and you survived the emotional toll that came with the loss and tragedy of the virus. It is 100% normal to feel anxious about next year. You likely have had thoughts or concerns about what next year could possibly look like. What I'm recommending is that you actually take the time to reflect on the year. You think about what went well. There are things to celebrate. You think about things you might want to change, those things that are in your control. It is best if you can do this before the school year ends, maybe that last week of school. You'll be able to look around your classroom, watch your students in the room, and look through all of your materials and curriculum documents. You are much more likely to be in that school mindset for reflection than if you wait until the middle of July. I also love using the framework of keep doing, stop doing, start doing as a way to reflect. So for example, keep doing would be something that worked well that you want to continue. I remember the year that I introduced my large whiteboard with the agenda for the week. That was something very helpful for me and my students. I definitely wanted to keep doing that. Maybe this year, You're wanting to use your LMS as a way of organizing your content. What we don't want to do is spend emotional and mental energy worrying about what the next year holds. If we've learned anything from this year, we know that everything can change with a moment's notice. So worrying about a decision that won't be made for several months is not productive and really can take away from the joy and rest that summer brings us. Now, for full transparency, I am very guilty of doing this in life. So as much as I'm giving you a pep talk, I'm also giving myself a pep talk. 
Summer is very busy for us here at Maneuvering the Middle, and it can be stressful because my kids are home and I really struggle with mom guilt. Plus, I actually want to enjoy the summers with my kids at home. They're growing up really fast. So this is something that I am currently working through so that summer can be a win-win both for work and home. So instead of stressing about what next year holds, take the time to reflect and audit this year. Next up, do batch your productivity. Don't feel bad for quote unquote wasting a day. One of the reasons we're airing this episode in mid and May is for this purpose. In order to make the most of your summer, it's important to batch your productivity. If you've listened to just one episode of the Good Morning Teacher podcast, you likely have heard me mention batching. Batch your lesson plans, batch your meal planning, and today I bring you batching your summer chores. Summer chores are what I lovingly refer to as the things that are just so much easier to do in the summer. Things like doctor's appointments, dentist appointments, eye appointments, car maintenance and repair, your children's miscellaneous appointments, um, and things like standing in line to renew a driver's license, things you have to do in person. This list also can include appointments where someone may need to be at your home for several hours at a time. Recently, we had our air conditioning serviced because here in Texas, it can get to be over 100 degrees in August. And at that point, if you have an air conditioning problem, so do many other people. So we took the time to do this up front. Well, they gave us a six hour window of when we needed to be home. Things like this have to be done, but they're also really time consuming to do within working school hours. And they're challenging and it's kind of frustrating to have to take a half a day off to go to an appointment. Now, my super tip here is actually to batch all of these appointments. Just like you may mark out a week in the calendar for a vacation, take time to mark a week in your calendar and try and squeeze in as many of these appointments into that week. You want to give yourself some cushion and extra margin because a lot of times, you know, a doctor's appointment lasts longer than an hour, but you will feel so accomplished at the end of the week and it leaves so much more time for intentional rest. Speaking of which, it's easy to feel like we waste time this summer. Do you love reading and maybe get lost in a book um, to look up later and realize hours have passed? Maybe you've been wanting to binge watch a show and you look up and realize the day is winding down. These can all feel like time wasters. I think as teachers, we're used to making the most of every single minute in the classroom, and this is a good thing, but it also can be good to give yourself the freedom to rest and do restful things. If you like reading, then by all means, rest your mind and your body by reading those books that have been sitting on your nightstand. I'm a mom of small children now, so things are a little bit more difficult. There are not really days where I can binge watch a show or quietly read a book without being disturbed, but I really like to find and think about what's restful to me and purposely do that. So we just did a small project in our backyard that allowed us to have some patio furniture. And one of the most restful things is sitting on the patio at the end of the day, watching my kids play or reading a book or drinking a glass of wine while I recap the day with my husband. So think about the things that really bring you true rest and make sure to leave plenty of space in your calendar for them. So instead of feeling like you're wasting a day, Take the time to purposely be productive and restful. Next up, if you're going to work this summer, do think about your lessons. Don't spend the entire time focused on your classroom decor. This idea may apply mostly to first-year teachers or teachers who are moving to a new campus. I cannot tell you how many times I have spent hours, probably hundreds of them, planning my classroom decor. 
Time spent checking the dollar spot or scrolling Instagram and Pinterest for ideas, it's fun to do, but it can also be a huge time suck and can lead down a rabbit hole of inspiration that can quickly become comparison. I've always felt like the classroom environment is something that I really enjoyed spending time on for both my students and myself. I wanted them to see the room and recognize that I cared for them. I wanted it to be inviting for them. It helped my classroom to function better, and I spent a lot of time there myself personally, so I really appreciated that environment. However, if you're not careful, you can head back to school with your classroom decor ready to go and have not thought through any of the more critical pieces like your lesson planning or your classroom management. These two things, lesson planning and classroom management, will ultimately be the biggest source of stress come August and September. So it is my advice that you try to focus on thinking through and making adjustments to those, even if it's just for a unit, so that August and September run more smoothly, especially if you're teaching the same grade level or content area. One year, I was fortunate enough to not change grade levels, and I also didn't have any responsibilities in the summer. I devoted quite a bit of time to revising a unit on rational numbers. It was a tough unit for my students, it was the beginning of the year, and I knew that my future self would be grateful that I was able to leisurely rework that unit. That paid off immensely. It's easy to forget about all the time-consuming tasks that you're charged with at the beginning of the year, and so it helped me to still leave work at work and get home at a reasonable hour. As always, be careful that this doesn't become a consuming task. It really should be something that you look forward to doing. Lastly, and this is just something to do, do schedule time to treat yourself. If you love going to lunch with a group of friends, put it on the calendar. Do you find getting a pedicure a great treat? Schedule it. Maybe you want to take time to visit some family that you haven't seen in a while. Be sure to treat yourself to something that you enjoy. You are going to be a far better teacher next year if you come into the year well-rested and refreshed. You'll have a better attitude, be more clear-minded in your decision-making, and a better colleague. So as a quick recap, let's just run down the list. Do reflect and audit for next year. Don't stress about next year. Do batch your productivity. Don't feel bad for wasting time. Do think about your lessons. Don't spend the entire summer focused on your classroom decor. And do schedule time to treat yourself. We are several weeks into our Good Morning Teacher podcast, and it has been so much fun to record these. I am hoping that they are making your commute to work a little more enjoyable and that you're able to take some of these ideas and make them work for you in your classroom. If you've been enjoying the podcast, then we would love a five-star review. It helps us get found by other teachers. For all of the links, resources, and freebies mentioned today in one easy place, check out maneuveringthemiddle.com episode 15. I'm Noelle Pickering, and you've been listening to the Good Morning Teacher podcast. Until next time, friends, make it a great week.